ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇನಿರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಾರುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಗ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂಬರಿಷ್ಟ ವಾತಾತ್ಮಜಂಬಾನರಯೋಧಮುಖ್ಯೀರಾಮದೂತ ಶಿರಸ ನಮಿ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನವರದಾಭವ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂದನಃ ಓಂ ನಮ ಪ್ರಣವಾಥಾ ಶುದ್ಧಜ್ಞಾನೈಕಮೂಕ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಕ್ಷಿಣಾಕ್ತ ನಮಃ ಸಚ್ಚಿತನಂದೇತಪತ್ರಯ ವಿಷ್ಣಾಯ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೇದ್ಯಂಕರವಾವೇ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿಷ್ಠಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಡಿಫರೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ 
commentary, availability of commentary. Now we have seen Vedas are the source book of knowledge and this Vedas they are two main the topics are there. One is called Dharma, another is called Brahma. These are the two topics in Vedas. Dharma means karma. Now, in the first portion of Karma Kanda, the Vedas gives us three types of karmas, three levels of karmas. One is Kaikam Karma, another is Vajikam Karma, third one is Manasikam Karma. So, these three levels, karma is given to us. So, physical karma is physically doing the rituals, number one or whether it is puja or worship or it is ritual, it is a physical activity. Then comes the chanting of mantras, whether it is a Vedic mantra or Pauranic mantra, like Pauranic mantras or like Vishwasasranama, Vridasasrama, these are all Pauranic. Vedic mantras are Lutram, Rudram, Chamakam, Purusasuktam, Vidya, these are all Vedic mantras. So, whatever that is, you are chanting. It is Vajikam Karma. It is also considered Karma. Then Manasam Karma is Manasa Puja. Let us say if you are not able to perform your Puja or worship, see you are in a plane sitting there traveling to India or something, you want to do Puja. What do you do? Go to the toilet, wash your feet and face and sit down in your own seat. Close your eyes and go through the Shoda Shopachara Puja mentally. This Manasa Puja is much more powerful than actually physical Puja. So these are the three level of worship karma the Vedas have given to us. Now the result of these three type of activity called karmas also we have got three type of results. One is, all of us want our physical improvement. Kaikam. <laughs> so the body-wise, everybody wants to be healthy. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, disease, disease-free. So these are the main, so even in the Shantipada, you will see here, the rishis are asking for good health. <laughs> so without, without good health, material prosperity also not possible. Even spiritual growth also not possible. Suppose you are sitting here and suddenly a headache comes, then whatever I say, it will not enter into you because you will be thinking about your headache. Or pain, suppose a knee pain or leg pain or a back pain or something like that comes and hit you, then none of our concentration we can get for anything. So physical comfort. This is the main important result. Then comes the vastu objects. So they, we are interested in acquiring and possessing things in the world. So good house, good family, good things. Even in the family, in the house also there are so many gadgets that is available. We have to have that. Nowadays the modern science is giving us every day something new, new. <laughs> So, this objects around us, that also very important, then this also we want. Then the third result is, that's why Vitta Kamaha Ijeta, Putra Kamaka Ijeta, the Surga Kamaha Ijeta, people who are desirous of going to heaven, may he perform this particular ritual. A person who is interested in having wealth and prosperity and power, now, wealth is one thing, then the power also another. Ashwamedha Yaga is all performed for getting power and position in the world. So, whatever be your desire of different type of objects, there are different type of rituals given in our Vedas. Then the third thing that we want is Lokaha. Circumstances in which you are living. So, there must be a place where I should be comfortable. <laughs> My children and family should be comfortable and it would be safer to bring them up 
this thought is always there behind our back. So that is why we move from situation to situation or place to place, looking for that comfort. <coughs> and if not here, now if you get tired here, we are looking for another comfortable place which we heard in heaven. So heaven also, loka prapti is also the third result. <coughs> now let us say a person work hard and he has got all the three. <coughs> Then also he start thinking, no, what is wrong? I got everything. Why am I not happy? <laughs> Why I am not <coughs> contented? So this a person who is thinking, that person understand that there are three defects in all the three results also. So what are the, the three defects? One defect is, Dukkha Misri <laughs> See, it is mixed with Dukkha. Any pleasure in the world is not free from Dukkha. <laughs> Always there is some <clears throat> sorrow is associated with it. One is Dukkha Misri However exalted the joys, we are not saying there is no joy in this world, but then it is short-lived. And again, it comes with a package. <laughs> so therefore, Dukkha Mishridattam that he sees. The second problem is discontentment. It doesn't give you complete satisfaction. <laughs> Any pleasure that we go through, it is in the beginning okay. Matras parshastukaunte sidoshna sukhadukkadaha agama vaino anityaha that when senses come in contact with object, there rises sukham dukham, but they are temporary. <laughs> so this discontentment, dissatisfaction is the second problem, defect. <laughs> then the third one is bondage. Happiness may be short, but the bondage is permanent. <laughs> So, they, they keep going. Bondage means what? It, uh, it makes you weak. <laughs> that is called bondage. Because if you have certain weakness for something, that makes you go again and again to get it. That makes you weak inside. So, this is bondage. <coughs> Limitations. That you are not totally free inside. That inner freedom is not available. So this bondage is also another third, the defect. <laughs> so naturally the person start thinking, is a thinking person start thinking, is there a place or a situation or a thing gaining which these three defects are not there. <laughs> so a defect free achievement is that possible. <laughs> So, the, all of them has got problem, especially three problem. One problem is what? This Dukkha uh, Mishridattam. Second one is dissatisfaction. Third one is bondage, bandhanam. So, free from all these things, is there a particular gain, gaining which these three, three, three things are not affected? So such thought comes, such a person is called a Vedantic student. <laughs> and the, the Rishi's promises. So such thought comes for him, what happened? The first portion of Vedas become redundant to him. For him, it is no more useful. It was useful for some time, yes. But afterwards, when he starts thinking in this fashion, then the first portion, Puro Bhaga, is non-important to him. It's not that he may not do it, but it's not that important to him. Such a person, the Veda comes and tells, Vedanta is given to him. <laughs> so Vedanta is the one that catered to the need of this person who is seeking that for the defect-free gain. <laughs> so what is that? The teacher or in the Vedas, Vedanta, says that that state is called state of Brahman or the supreme reality 
and gaining which there is no more gain. <coughs> so, yen labdwa na ati, labdwa chaparam labam. Once you get this, there is no param labam. So, the having gained this, there is no more gain that is required. A gain is what? Having gained, you should not feel you miss something. <laughs> because every gain in this world is, if you get there, you feel, oh, I missed that. If you get there again, I missed, I wish I said that. Even if you become the president of the country, still you have, you say that I should have done that, I should have done this. So, any position, this lack, sense of lack will be there. But gaining this Brahman, there is no sense of lack, sense of losing something. So, that is what is promised by the Vedanta. So, Vedanta means end portion of Veda, one meaning. Another meaning is, it is also called Jnana Kanda. (coughs) Because it talks about knowledge, Therefore, it is called Jnana Kanta. Then the third one is, is also called Upanishad. So, Upanishad, one meaning I gave last time, the word Upanishad, Upa, near, Ni, Nishchaya, then Shad has got three meanings, Shadalra Dhatu has got three meanings, Visharanam, Avasadaram, Gati. So, that which destroys and having destroyed the cause, that is ignorance, then ignorance born problem also destroys and take you, Gati, take you to the nearest in you. The near and far is again a relative term. So, what is the nearest in you is Paramatma. (coughs) So, Atma is the nearest in everyone. Everything else is far away, body is far away, mind is far away, intellect is far away, even ego is also a distant, there is a distance. What is zero distance? That zero distance is Paramatma, that is Atma. So, having destroyed the ignorance of that Paramatma and ignorance born samsara, having destroyed, it take you, that knowledge will take you to Paramatma, that is your own surupa, that knowledge, that nischayana, I mean definitely it is not after death, in this very life itself you will be able to gain that. So that teaching is called Upanishad. <coughs> so Upanishad chapdena Brahma Vidya Nigatyade. Brahma Vidya is what is indicated by Upanishad Shabda. <coughs> this one meaning I gave last time. Now another meaning is also which our Gurudev very popularly use. Upa means near. Samipe. <coughs> Ni means niche. Down. Sitting down. So go to a teacher. Go near a teacher. And sitting down. And learn this knowledge. Shat. The Shat is the one that carrier, which carries, which takes you so that have you having gone to a teacher and sit with him and he will take you, give you that knowledge which take you to Paramatma. So this is another meaning. So Upanishad anyway, but both of them are imp- correct. So Upanishad Sabdena, one meaning is that this knowledge is to be gained from the Vedas and the Vedas here means Upanishad and the teacher. Because Upanishad Vakya's words are last Upanishad we saw in the Ishavas Upanishad, the dictionary meaning doesn't work. <laughs> Most of the time the word meaning if you look at the dictionary and try to interpret the mantras it may not work at all. It may confuse you more. So unless you have the key to open the secret word that is there, contained in the mantras, we will not be able to be helped. So this key to open the 
Upanishad mantras are in the hands of a guru. Therefore, Guru Mukhat Veda, Veda, Veda Shravanam is very important. Shankaracharya also says, Panditopi, even if you are Pandita, Swatantrayana Brahma Nveshanam Nakuryad, one should not independently undertake this Brahma Vidya enquiry. <coughs> now, the Upanishad that we are going to take is the um, Keno Upanishad. So this name of the Upanishad also, how it is named also very interesting because Ishavasya Upanishad we saw because the first word of the Upanishad is Isha. So they call it as Ishavasya Upanishad. <laughs> then here also you will see the word, first word is Kena. By what? So if you translate the the Upanishad meaning, it will be what? By what Upanishad? <laughs> it is interesting because the first word, because there is no mention about the, those days the teachers were not interested in announcing their <laughs> credentials, nor announcing their name, Jadakam, etc., horoscope, etc. This is my name. I am one thousand and an art, you know, more than a, a, a kazar art. <laughs> that Swami, this Swami, Parambhujya Swami, this all that, you know, the announcement. They were not interested in that. Neither the students were interested in announcing their name and the Gotram, etc. What they were interested when they met each other? Communication. And they are interested only knowledge. So therefore, who is giving doesn't matter to them. And who is asking? That is also doesn't matter to them. So, these students also never mentioned their name. The teacher also never mentioned his name. So, therefore, we don't have the name of the teacher, some of the Upanishad. Some of the Upanishad, we have the name of the teacher. But like the Puntaka Upanishad and the Kaivalya Upanishad and all that, we saw Kaivalya Upanishad, Brahmaji himself is the teacher. <laughs> that some we have, but some of them we don't have. <laughs> So here is one example that the teacher's name we don't know, but the student name also we don't know. So therefore, it is just said, Kena Upanishad. So we have seen the Upanishad <coughs> meaning and what type of a student comes to the Upanishad is also indicated. So the... <coughs> According to Tattubodha, Bhagavan Shankaracharya says, a Vedantic student is endowed with, at least not completely, but at least have these three, four qualifications, Viveka, Vairagya, Samadhaman, Sattva, Sampatti, So, <coughs> discrimination, detachment, discipline, then desire to learn, I mean, gain the moksha. So these are the three, four Ds. <laughs> one, discrimination. Another is dispassion. Third one is discipline. Fourth one is desire to know. Mokshmumutshutta. <laughs> so these are the <clears throat> main thing. Now, the... <clears throat> Upanishad teaches the student, you are that, Brahman. Tattvam Asi. What you are seeking is yourself. This is the main teaching of the Upanishad. What are we seeking? I am seeking that Brahman. That Brahman that you are seeking is your own self. Now this is the fundamental teaching. Now when the student hear that one in one way he is happy that what I was seeking is within myself that thou art when you say you are that when you say it is within my reach because it is me. <laughs> so I don't have to make a pilgrimage to some place or I don't have to <laughs> look for a particular situation or time 
this Lord is available as my own self. This, there is a very happy news. He is happy. But the second problem is, then lot of problems are there. Why contradiction? <coughs> I, my experience is totally contradictory to what the vision of the Upanishads. The vision of the Upanishad or the Rishis is, I am infinite. <laughs> but what is my experience? I am finite. <laughs> I am limited. Physically I am limited. Emotionally I am limited. Intellectually also I am limited. So this limitation is my experience. But what is the vision of the Shastra? That you are unlimited, you are infinite. Now this contradiction, as though contradiction, is to be resolved. Now in order to resolve what is necessary, we have to study the scriptures logically, the logic that is provided by the Shastra, we have to go with the Shastra and expose oneself to the teaching. Then slowly, slowly, the doubt gets dropped. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> after when the mind is ready, so mind has to be prepared. So the Jnana Yogyata Siddhyartham all upasanas are undertaken. So most of the upasanas that we have in our scriptures is to make you qualify yourself to receive this knowledge. Because moksha is dependent upon knowledge. Karma and upasana prepares you. So this jnana yogyata sityartham all the karma upasana, we saw that in Ishavasyupanishad, karma upasana samuchyap, that together we have to practice. Once you practice this, you become mentally ready to receive this knowledge. Now this contradiction will be slowly, slowly removed if you keep listening to the shastras. Why? Because the Shastra itself deals with those contradictions. <clears throat> so that is the introduction to our Kena Upanishad. Now every Upanishad starts with a Shantipada. And this Upanishad also starts with a Shanti part. <coughs> this being the Upanishad from Samaveda. So all Samaveda Upanishad will have same Shanti Pada. So like Atharvana Veda, we saw the Upanishads are having the same Shantipada, like Badram. Kaivala Upanishad we saw Badram Karne, Vishnu, Yamade, Mandukya Upanishad also is Atharvana Upanishad, Abhadra Veda. So it has got same Shantipada, Badram Karne, Vishnu, Yamade, Vaha. So here it is Samaveda Upanishad, therefore you will see same Chantokya <coughs> Upanishad also is Samaveda. So there also you will see the same, the Chantipada. Now, this Upanishad, now the book that you have in your hand, half of the book is introduction. <laughs> this Upanishad is the smallest Upanishad actually. Only <laughs> four chapters are there. And it is... Um, the, in a prose order. There are two styles, the Upanishad also. One style is mantra, another is the Gadyam, Gadyam Padyam. 
సో ప్రోజ్ ఆర్డర్ అండ్ ది ది వర్సెస్ శ్లోకా ఆర్డర్ సో ద ప్రోస్ వన్ వీ కాల్ ఇట్ యాజ్ బ్రాహ్మణ ఉపనిషత్ దెన్ ది మంత్ర అదర్ వన్ శ్లోకాస్ ఆర్ కాల్ మంత్ర ఉపనిషత్ సో దీస్ ఆర్ ద టూ డిఫరెంట్ టర్మ్ యూస్ సో ఇట్ ఈస్ బ్రాహ్మణ ఉపనిషత్ డోంట్ గెట్ వరీడ్ వాట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ నథింగ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ అ ప్రోజ్ ఆర్డర్ దట్ ఈస్ ఆల్ then it is in verses we call it as mantra upanishad that is all the difference now this uh, coming in, a, in the, the you see this this introduction there in the book because this is the first upanishad our gurudev took in pune for how many days you know 108 days <laughs> 108 days he talked on this particular upanishad <laughs> and first time when he came down from the himalayas the first time he gave lecture is on this upanishad so gurudev also selected this upanishad for teaching first time to the punavasis <laughs> it is that place is still there it is in pune rastapet ganesh temple 1951 <laughs> he himself used to give lecture slowly slowly the first day it was only five people then slowly because they heard there is a swami coming and speaking in english so they were all fascinated <laughs> rastapet is typical south indian crowd okay <laughs> complete uh, in pune near this um, <clears throat> yeah yeah hospital there is a hospital there so typical complete full so slowly slowly the people increases and by the time he completed thousands of people the place was not enough for him to sit that much and uh, that is why you see the book is a lot of introduction is there all the basics are given there so it is when you get time it is worth reading <laughs> because everything that you study in the self unfoldment kind life all those things are there here now let us read the shanti paatham i don't know which is your page number 48 huh? 48 48 okay oh don't have book is there సామవేద 
the first the student and the teacher you will see sanavadu also there so that you all know very well so i don't have to give you the meaning so this second one the teacher and the taught both pray to the lord that may we be blessed with good health so om is the symbol of bhagwan in fact the name of the lord in absolute sense om indicates brahman in both saguna and narguna aspect both so saguna is akara ukara makara waking dream deep sleep state so the one who is consistently present in the waking dream and deep sleep at the same time he himself has an independent existence that is nirguna saguna is inherent and concurrent through waking dream and deep sleep so therefore he is saguna so both saguna and nirguna the uh, aspect is indicated by the word omkara so omkara is a direct address to bhagwan or gurudev used to say that it's something like dialing the number when you dial the number of your friend immediately picks up and say hello isn't it <clears throat> so why this hello came also very interesting the person who discovered telephone he dialed and said hello that's all <laughs> why he said that he also doesn't know afterwards hello became a, a popular thing <laughs> so here bhagwan is ready said you said dial his number means oh <laughs> now he is ready yes what can i do for you so he says apyayantu mama angani mama angani my limbs may it be apyayantu may it be strong and healthy now you may say is it not a the a, a prayer for fulfilling your desire so it is something like kamya karma karmas are also two type nishkama karma kamya karma kamya karma is with a desire to fulfill your desire you perform an action so here also you are asking what vedanta you have come to vedanta here also what are you asking something to fulfill your desire what is that may i have good health <laughs> is it not kamya karma so he said no because this is also considered nishkama karma why are you asking for a good health this is very important we are not asking the good health for enjoyment pleasure in the world but so that i can use that health to know you <coughs> to seek you to understand you so in order to seek the truth what is very important is good health may o oh lord may you <clears throat> make my limbs not only my because limbs are good then only you can sit for a long time at least one hour the limb should behave <laughs> during the say the class time so mama angani apyayantu not only that walk pranaha chakshu so he specify that <clears throat> walk is to be speech should be because unless you you speak clearly your doubt cannot be expressed also <laughs> so if the student want to ask a question if this person is not able to express properly his doubt will remain with himself he will not be helped <laughs> so walk pranaha <clears throat> let the prana be strong the sense while you are living while you are listening to the lecture there should not be any blockage of prana <laughs> suddenly some asthma attack or something comes suddenly you can't you can't breathe <laughs> some problem comes the limbs will not work or suddenly if the prana is not working you can't see properly 
chakshu eyesight also and srotraha especially when you are listening to vedanta your ears must be intact so shravana shakti is very important so let me not be deaf because then you can't listen so without listening this teaching will not work so listening srotram athobalam indriyani cha sarvani in fact in short all the limbs first he try to enumerate vak prana chakshrotram but then he says forget about it all limbs <laughs> whatever it is to give makes us makes it strong so apyayandu mama angani vak pranaha chakshu srotram athaha then balam indriyani cha sarvani all indriyas make it strong then <clears throat> second one is sarvam brahmo upanishatam i heard that this entire world is brahman upanishatam brahman that brahman which is to be known through upanishat kal upanishatam brahman that brahma i heard that entire creation is brahman brahman misunderstood is this world world understood is brahman ha <laughs> huh? rope misunderstood is snake the snake understood is rope the same way brahman misunderstood is this world we saw that ishavasya vidam sarvam entire creation is achadanam pervades that lord like the material cause pervade the effects the gold pervade all ornaments same way the lord is everything sarvam brahma upanishatam upanishatam brahman that brahman to be known through upanishat that brahman i heard this it's not the student know completely but i have heard <laughs> that the everything is aupanishatam brahman and maham brahma nirakuryam but then what happens is even though you hear about it but a thinking person a rational being has got a problem what is that he cannot the more he think he become nastik <laughs> and we are very proud of it also i don't believe in god you know why because his intellect is not allowing you to accept the existence of god it's natural because if you say god created this world may question come why did he create number 1 you have to establish the cause the motive behind creating the world number 1 and when you go to the shastra they don't tell you what is the they tell you leelaya sport by sport he has created or because of some pressure of the vasanas it is created then they will say it is not created the prakriti was created again his question remains <laughs> why did he create the world so let us say give the benefit of doubt that he created the world then the problem is why did he create varieties different different why there so much of immorality there much of violence so much of evil in this creation why this disparity between people why these differences some are good some are bad some are middle mediocre all these differences why did he create second question there is no real answer to that <laughs> then suppose you say brahman is 
what you call uh, <coughs> now if you say it is god created again another one more doubt is that god created the world so he will say if he is god he could have had this ability to change people yes <coughs> it even in puranas also mahabharata and all that bhagwan krishna could not change duryodhana <coughs> bhagwan rama could not change rama ravana so all these people are the he being the ultimate the the omniscient omnipotent omnipresent lord why he is not able to change people <laughs> he could have done it isn't it so i cannot accept god <laughs> this thought comes napo suppose you say brahman is nirvikara <coughs> nirakara so he has no vikara modification and no particular form he is beyond causation etc if you say then also there is a problem what that which cannot be seen that which cannot be experienced that which cannot be visualized that cannot be conceived in your mind that is brahman if you say he will say such thing doesn't exist <laughs> because if it is there i should be able to know i should be able to conceive i should be able to visualize if that is not possible i don't accept its existence so this is what happens to a rational thinking person <laughs> so naturally the student says bhagwan let me not deny you because let me not get into that type of thinking then it will take me for a trip <coughs> so let me not deny you so this is why it is said maham brahma nirakuryam may the answers will come to you okay all these answers are there in our scriptures it's not that it's not that <coughs> so as you study further as your thinking get better <coughs> we will be able to appreciate the creation etc creation itself is a misnomer there is no creation from the ultimate sense what is there is what goes into unmanifest come into manifest so creation is a cycle it has no particular beginning if you establish a particular beginning then only we have to prove there is a motive so there is no particular motive because there is no beginning of creation <laughs> so it is not a linear creation it is a cycle a <clears throat> this cycle has no beginning or end so this aspect <clears throat> the upanishad especially in the um, bradharanya upanishad it is beautifully described in the chandokya also where the tatvasi mahavakya 6 chapter where tatvasi mahavakya is given there also very elaborately discuss this point sadeva saumya starting with sadeva saumya tamagrasi so that topic very elaborately talked about the concept of creation so the answers are there in our scriptures so therefore let me not get into that trap of thinking that line of thinking so may i not deny you <laughs> that is the prayer of the student maham brahma nirakurya may i not negate that brahman then another ma ma brahma nirakarote so two ma two negatives used here ma not ma second ma is me <laughs> and the derivation of aham so ma ma brahma nirakarod let brahman not reject me <laughs> so you reject brahman number 1 so brahman should not reject me <laughs> so ma it is not possible but at this point of time he is thinking that way brahman is an entity <laughs> so that is why he is praying that way it is a student's prayer later on he will say brahman cannot reject you brahman because there is one problem brahman has got it cannot reject you he is everywhere he is in you in fact you are in brahman how can the brahman reject you it's not possible 
But right now the student is thinking the Brahman is an entity, therefore he says, may he not reject me. So, <clears throat> Brahma Shabda has come from Brihdatu. Brih means Brihatvat Brahmaha. Brihat means big. Atma Shabda has come Apnoti Sarvam. That which pervades everything is called Atma. So, two words are there Mama Brahma Nirakarod. Anirakaranam astu, anirakaranam me astu. So no rejection from both sides. Let me not reject him. Let me not be rejected by him. So it is being important. He says that's why in a um, student of Vedanta, the most important mental attitude should be in no condition he should lose faith in God. Because ups and down comes to us in life. Sometime it is good, sometime it is bad. But even though trying situations are there, but still one should not lose faith in the wisdom of Lord. This is one very important attitude the student should have. So that is why this particular the prayer is repeated. Niragaranamastu Niragaranamastu First separately said. Second time, let there be no rejection from both sides. Mayastu Tadatmani nirate. Atmani, here both words are there. One, one time it is said Brahman, that I told you, Brahatvat Brahma, that which is big. Now, beginners also you understand in terms of what? Objects, isn't it? See, conditioning. Suppose I say big mountain. Your understanding of bigness is what? Mountain big, isn't it? Now I say big elephant. And the bigness is the same, but elephant means what? The elephant conditioned that bigness. The elephant big. Then I say big horse. Then what happened? The bigness, the size come down to a horse size. Then I say big mouse. <laughs> Then again, bigness is the same thing, but it conditioned by the object, it becomes smaller. A big mosquito. <laughs> so what happens? Again, the level of bigness changes. Now here, you remove all conditioning objects. The mountain, the elephant, the horse, the mouse, the mosquito. All of them you remove. What is that? The big. You know, in Bombay also, Brahan Mumbai Nagarabalika, you know, that you must have heard. No, it is the greater Bombay. But that also limited, isn't it? Up to Kopoli or something like that it is. <laughs> Afterwards it is some other. <laughs> so it is still limited. So that limitation is removed. What is there? Unlimited bigness means infinite. That is the meaning of Brahman. Then Atmani. Atma Shabda is also used here. Tadatmani Nirate. So let me revel, delight in that Atman. Atma means that which Apnodi Sarvam, that which pervades everything. So Brahman pervades. Pervading is possible only when subtlety is there. The Akasha pervades everything means Akasha. Akasha means space is subtler than everything else. All other elements compared to all other elements. The earth is grosser, subtler than earth is water. Water has got more pervasiveness because it's subtlety. 
then fire is more pervasive than water, then air is more pervasive than fire, then akasha space is more pervasive than all other four elements. Then Atma is subtler than Akasha, therefore its pervasiveness is much more. So that all-pervasive nature is indicated by the Shabda, Atma Shabda, word of Atmani, Tadatmani. May I delight in that Atman. Tadatmani nirate ya Upanishadsu. Dharmaha. Dharmaha means here virtues. Qualification. May I be endowed with those qualifications. What are they? I told you that the four Ds. Viveka, Vairagya. Not always, okay? During the study. <laughs> At least this much should be there. During the study, one hour time, let me have viveka. Let my intelligent work. <laughs> and let me have dispassion. In the sense, so many thoughts will sitting here also. Some So many thoughts will come. <laughs> let may you be able to discard that. <laughs> yeah, in the, in, when you are listening, so no many disturbing thought comes. Then tell the mind, not now, not now, later. <laughs> I will attend to it. So this is called dispassion. <laughs> Then discipline. Discipline again involves all this shama, dhamma, uparati, didiksha, shraddha, samadhanam. So shama is manonigraha. Mental, the thought level. Certain conscious, you become conscious of your thought. That itself is, is shama. Most of the time thinking happens. It is a mechanical thinking. So most of us think mechanically. Just because somebody said one thing, that triggers you something. And from that, it is a snowballing effect. And the mind keep on thinking. You can't stop. We have to know when to stop, put a stop to it. Otherwise, you allow the mind to continue in that process of thinking. What happened? It becomes like a volcano. And it will burst out somewhere. For no reason sometimes. <laughs> so this is called Shama. And this is to be practiced. This is a discipline. Dhamma. And if mentally we cannot control, we missed it, then it expresses at the body level. At the body level, that expression time have control. You got angry, you lifted your hand, you want to give him one slap, at that time stop it. Why? He is my father-in-law. <laughs> so, the only daughter to a rich father-in-law I married, if I slap him, I will be in trouble. <laughs> the control immediately. Why did you lift your hand if you had, oh, there was a mosquito, I just tried to remove. uparati, withdrawal. When you know <laughs> there is danger, <laughs> Kurmongani vasarvasaha. Like the turtle, when there is a dif- dis- disturbance, it immediately withdraws unto itself all its limbs. The same way, when you know it is a danger. Now, 42nd Street, the subway you are going, at that time you are walking towards the train, in that lane, somebody mug you. With a gun behind. Whether gun is there or not, doubt. <laughs> Whether he is really threatening me with a gun, you don't check. Because you cannot take chance there. And whatever that he asks, you gave him. That is all. There you can't argue. <laughs> because it's dangerous. You should know what is the dangerous situation. And then ability to withdraw. At that time, without asserting your ego. Because generally sometimes you get furious. Why he is doing and all that. That can't work there. So this ability to withdraw, judging the situation, and able to withdraw the Kamparati. Titiksha. Titiksha is this forbearance. The ability, because life is not going to be always a smooth red carpet of treatment. (laughs) 
సహనం సర్వదుఃఖానాం అప్రతీకారపూర్వకం చింతా విలాపరహితం సతితిక్షా నిగత్యతే సో దిస్ ఎబిలిటీ టు టేక్ ఇన్ యువర్ స్ట్రాయిడ్ స్మాల్ పిన్ ప్రిక్స్ ఇన్ లైఫ్ వితౌట్ కంప్లైనింగ్ సమ్ పీపుల్ విల్ టేక్ ఇట్ బట్ కంప్లైన్ కీప్ ఆన్ కంప్లైన్ ఎనీబడి కమ్ దాట్ వై టు యు నో వాట్ హ్యాపన్ ఈ సేజ్ ఐ డోంట్ నో దట్స్ ఇట్ చలో లగావు దాట్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ మైండ్ నో సో చింతా విలాపరహితాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్త్రాస్
ஈஷிதம் மீன்ஸ் வில்ட் கேனா மீன்ஸ் பை ஹும் வில்ட் பை ஹும் மை மைண்ட் பததி பிரேஷிதம் டைரக்டட் பை ஹும் மை மைண்ட் ஃபால் அப்பான் ஆப்ஜெக்ட்ஸ் நா திஸ் இஸ் த உபனிஷத் a westerner has commented upon this upanishad that it is an infantile prattle of the uh what do you call barbarian or uneducated people <laughs> uh, early civilization okay that's what he said an infantile prattle of the early civilization why because if you literally read this you will think that what is there to ask such question <laughs> but the the student here is highly evolved educated student that is why he is able to come up with such questions the importance of the question also we should be fully aware and then we will be able to appreciate the answer we shall see that in our next class okay om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha Hari Bho